Hello, this is Maurice Harker. I'm glad you've taken the time to listen to this podcast. What you're about to listen to is a set of principles that come from the discoveries I've made as a therapist working with married people and people fighting for self-mastery. And so please enjoy what you're listening to. And then when you want more advanced training, look us up at Life Changing Services, especially if you're a married person, check out the Marriage Repair Workshop and the Lazarus Lectures. Enjoy what you listen to. Our wives are going to be very depleted. Our wives are going to have all sorts of excuses for being a mess or whatever. But if you bring extra, if you bring an extra supply that you can share and you know that you can be refilled again by God because he's the well of living life and you always can bring extra every time you interact with her, you do have to do it conscientiously, as was describing. If I may... um uh, put some of these principles into alignment for you, brethren. We're told to be in harmony with and be in alignment with God as we try to preside and lead our families. When I first started pondering that concept many years ago, it seemed so ethereal. And I do like to break things down into doable steps. As you do last week's homework assignment and what we've been focusing on today, it's going to get you in tune the more you remind yourself and fine tune your marital mission statement and within that your personal mission statement, it will get you in alignment. It will bring you in tune with it because we need that rope, that pull, that singular mind to keep us on track while the elements of what she's going through and what your job's putting you through and what your kids are putting you through is pulling you in all different directions. If we don't solidify those ropes to pull us in that singular direction, you're going to be all over the place. And we need you. You're the patriarch. If this is going to be a healthy relationship, you always have to be doing it better than she is. You got to be doing it right before she does it right. It's not a competition. It's a leadership position. You got to be doing the marital mission statement better than she is. You got to be doing, and look at your wives, guys. We all married overachievers. Okay. Like we were all dumb. We're going, I think I'll marry a smart woman who makes really cool things happen. You do that kind of thing. Like crap. How many? She's already got seven pages on her marital admission statement. I'm like, I just got six paragraphs or sentences or something. Just brother. It's not quantity. It's just a pinpoint. It's just some direction because. I'm going to be referring to these for the next 20, 30 weeks. That's why you have to have them in place. Because we're going to be talking about when this happens, refer back to your marital mission statement. When this happens, refer back to your personal mission statement that includes your identity and your purpose, your identity and your purpose. So just don't be surprised that we keep coming back to it. He added to his character, I'm the kind of guy who knows how to listen with the intent to understand before I try to be understood. That is going to be a vital characteristic you're going to want to have in your repertoire, that you have the you, the character, the personality type to listen, not only with the intent or, or not only to do it first, but to be a skilled listener. And to add even more to that for, for me and others of you who have fragile egos like I do, but, you know, to not like puke all over yourself when a woman starts talking because she's somehow making it about you every time she opens her mouth when she starts the sentence with yesterday and you're already getting defensive 
part of what I've had to do is learn how to go, Maurice, you need to become the guy and a guy who, um, what does it say in First uh, Corinthians 13, uh, easy to be entreated and slow to get frustrated is my modern version of it. Like, dude, stop getting weird about it. E- easy to be entreated. That's one of the phrases like, dude, just stay present. Oh my gosh, stop getting weird every time she has something to say. So I've had to slow to anger. Thank you. So brethren, those are features. Those are a little cheat sheet for you to tuck into your identity statement. I want to be the kind of guy who you don't have to pull that stuff like a rabbit out of a hat. We got plenty of phrases in our scriptures that can give us some guiding light on the kind of people to be. And notice, if you follow that, she's going to run out of things to complain about. Okay, she's going to be like, geez, I have to like make stuff up nowadays. Well, you were making stuff up the whole time. Another satanic attack. Hello, you've just finished listening to one of our episodes of Memoirs of an LDS Therapist. It's important to me that you have a chance to get more and more of these principles. We kept this brief because you probably have a busy life, but there's so much more. So please listen to the rest of these episodes and look for ways to apply them to your life. And ready f- when you're ready for some deep and complex training, please look us up at lifechangingservices.org, specifically the marriage repair workshops and the Lazarus lectures. I look forward to seeing you in those more advanced trainings.